The system was created to keep you distracted, to keep you pacified and mediocre. You were born for a life bigger than this, a life worthy of your dreams. Join me, Nino Purdy, as we smash the system, tear down the stories and habits keeping you from the greatness hidden within you. This is the Smash the System Podcast. I'm Nino Prodan. In today's episode, I want to share with you something I learned last year while I was traveling around the world. Late in 2018, Summer and I decided it was finally our time to live our dream and to start traveling the world. And I had some reservations about this. When I had traveled when I was younger, I was a lot more physically resilient. I didn't have that many problems with food sensitivities. Uh, I didn't inflame every single time I ate coconut or nuts or sesame seeds like I do now. And even then, I couldn't eat any gluten. I couldn't touch peanuts. Definitely stayed away from beer. Most alcohol, wine was acceptable, but in moderation. And so traveling at the ripe old age of 42. Yeah, I was 42 at the time. I was thinking back to when I first traveled around uh, around Europe. The inverse of the numbers, actually, I was 24. And how I didn't have to concern myself with the food that I was eating. I didn't have to concern myself with avoiding all the body aches, the stiff joints, and the migraine headaches from just straying from my diet. But I said, you know what? I don't care. This is a dream of mine. This is something that I need to do. This is the thing I've been dreaming about my whole life. And so I said, you know what? I trust that I'll find a way to deal with whatever food obstacles I come across. And so off we set. First stop was the tropics, Costa Rica. And thankfully, we didn't really have to deal with nuts or sesame seeds. I just needed to avoid coconuts. And since I'm decent enough at speaking Spanish. It's pretty easy to distinguish what a coconut is. It's cocoa. So I avoided them. And while I was in Costa Rica, I avoided bread. But on the next stop on our travel list in Colombia, I ventured a little bit into the bread area. I still stayed steered clear of nuts and coconuts and sesame seeds. But I was able to take in a little gluten and it didn't kill me. It didn't inflame me like it used to. And as I traveled through the rest of South America, I realized that what I was eating didn't seem to be as detrimental as it was when I was in the U.S. And it was strange because I was pretty much eating at restaurants every single day, at least once, usually only eating at restaurants as I traveled. So it was strange to me that my body would not be reacting, wouldn't be inflamed, wouldn't be all bloated from all the salt and other ingredients that just kill people in the U.S. And this continued on through Europe and into Morocco, where I really had to be careful because they put sesame seeds on every single dessert. And I had to find a way to translate stuff into Arabic to where they could understand what I was trying to say when I was trying to ask for no sesame seeds. But throughout Europe, I noticed I was able to eat bread even more, and it was more part of the meal, and it didn't bother me. 
And I had to ask myself, what the hell do they do to the food in the U.S.? Why is the food in the U.S. killing people? And so I thought, you know, maybe this is just something that's in my head. I I did notice, I, I did react while I was in the U.K., But when I returned to the U.S. after being in Italy for a while, I decided to put the food to the test and just kind of continue eating the same way, thinking maybe it was something that was wrong with me before, and now that I've gone through all this, uh, I'm okay. But while I was in the U.S., you know, visiting multiple places, not just my family in Cleveland, but also down in South Carolina, over in LA, San Diego, and Vegas. So I bounced around different areas and ate the same way pretty much everywhere, just to test this theory. And I gained about 20 pounds in the two months that we were there. Now I ask you, what the heck is it that's in the food that causes our bodies to freak the hell out, go into panic mode, and start conserving every single calorie it possibly can and start getting fat, start totally getting out of balance. Because I didn't go out and eat a whole bunch of garbage. I was actually eating home-cooked food most of the time. But what is it with the food quality in the U.S. that throws people's bodies so far out of whack that the U.S. has become the fattest country in the world? It's not laziness. People aren't lazy for the most part. But I can tell you when your body's being attacked so much, it's a lot harder to push yourself physically when your body's already stressed, when it's already encumbered like that. Of course you don't have energy. So the way I combated it when I lived in the U.S. was I was really picky about my food, really picky about my food quality. I had to pay like three times as much for organic food and for grass-fed, grass-raised, grass-finished beef and other meats have it delivered to my house from an online order that I had. But why is food quality so poor in the richest country? How valuable are the people, the people of the U.S. if the food quality is so poor that it kills you just from eating it? Something to think about, both in your perception of the U.S. and also in the perception of what you need to do for yourself. Start to look out, start to look at what you're eating and make sure that it's high quality because if not, it's attacking your body and robbing you of energy that you need to thrive, not just survive. I'm Nino Prodan and I'll talk to you tomorrow. If you like this podcast, have been inspired or learned something, please leave a comment and share it. The only way to smash the system is to spread the word and do it together. Start taking action now and get a free gift by enrolling to my list at smashthesystem.biz.